a landslide victory. Game. Blouses. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. But it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. 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 It's uh, it, it just doesn't matter. I mean, I you know, I, I mean, everybody's got to have something to talk about. Everybody's got to have something to write about. That's what makes the world go around. That's what makes it fun. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I it's excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a just a big hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. And now Brad Sinkiff and John Hite with the press box on the roar. To the press box. Brad Singleton here with John Hyde. We're broadcasting live on the first day of February 2024 from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, 906 a.m. here at the Roar 1055 975, It's a good day to be alive, February the 1st. We're out of the worst month of the year. January is in the rear view, and we're going to have a windshield mentality today, sort of. And not look back at that month. Plus, it's John's birthday month. He actually gets one this year. So we got a lot to celebrate. John, how are you this morning? I'm good. I wasn't expecting you to go with that. Do there. you do you I do a month long celebration that. of your birthday? No, I do not. <laughs> I do not whatsoever. Are you sure? Do you want you want to start? No. Oh. Uh, it's too late in life to start that trend. It's, it's it's pretty late. It's actually very early in your life. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you it haven't depends had on how you birthdays. want to do the math. Yeah. How many birthdays have you had? This, at the end of this month, will be officially my ninth birthday. <laughs> Congratulations, you're turning nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you, in third grade? <laughs> Some people would act, you know, think like, what, you got a third grader on the show with you, Brad, uh, out there? So That may have been said about either you or I. Who knows which one? It depends Both. on the day. Yeah, uh, but no, you're not actually nine. That's just the only amount of birthdays that you've had because Correct. you are a leap year baby. Yes. No, I'm not, I'm not calling you a baby to start the show. I might call you a baby at some point today. Oh, it depends on what takes I have today. You're fully... Depends on what you scoff at today. Uh, oh, there are things to scoff at today, mm. Brad. John Scofford, in effect, today. Uh, but it is a Thursday. That means Daniel Shirley's coming up here in a couple hours, our good friend from theathletic.com. Look forward to talking with him. Uh, plus, we'll get into all the latest news. We got some stuff that's, that's planned. I think will be maybe a little more uplifting than yesterday. Maybe. Maybe not all gloom and doom for three hours. We'll try. We'll try to do our best today to come up with some relevant, interesting topics that don't involve you never wanting to watch football ever again. We'll see what we can do there. <laughs> 654-ROAR. You want to get in? That's the number on the phone lines on the Adams & Co. roofing text line. We'll review some things that happened in sports yesterday and this morning, and then we'll uh, work our way into some 
some topical stuff uh, that we've got for you with college and the NFL. Again, 654-ROAR, you want to get in. Uh, John, not really much going on in terms of actual game action. You know, the Tigers played on Tuesday in men's basketball. Uh, they take the court again on Saturday against Virginia at 2 p.m., uh, 1.30 start time here on the Roar. So we'll probably break that game mostly to, down tomorrow. No NFL this weekend, no football of any kind this weekend. No, I don't count the Pro Bowl. Uh, so it's going to be you know a little bit different Friday show tomorrow. We're going to have to uh, we're gonna find our things to do this weekend. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm... I'm okay with it. I like this as a weekend to kind of, it's like a transition to fully in the off season. We get, we get a trial weekend this weekend to see what it's going to be like next weekend. We'll get the Super Bowl, and then we're no football again until the spring The problem game. with that is you're going to tell your wife there's no football this weekend, and she's going to expect more out of you. That's fine. Okay. All right. You probably put some things off. Are you, you're, not, you're not working this weekend? Uh, I don't believe so. No, I'll be I'll be working tonight. Uh, Boston College versus Clemson in women's basketball with a six forty five pregame with a seven o'clock tip. We'll come back to Boston College. Yes, yes, we will. But uh, it'll be the first weekend without football in a very long time, and that that makes me very sad, to be honest. So, in that sadness, are you wishing that there was a XFL starting, a USFL? Uh, no, a... no, no. So you're fine with there being no football in the spring. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to watch what the offerings are. I'm. I'm done with all those kind of leagues. I've moved on from those. They were, you know, they started up and got trendy again, and I and I tried to get into it. it didn't work. I, I don't care to go back. It's just not. It's not entertainment enough for me. It's fine if somebody else enjoys it. I hope they do. I hope those leagues survive. I'm pulling for them. But I, you know, this new United League, I, I have no, no interest in, in any way. Uh, so this the last game of, of football for me will be February 11th, live from Las Vegas. Which brings me to this. Why are we not in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl next week? Unless you've got something planned I haven't heard about. Uh, stay tuned. I don't Stay I, tuned to be disappointed. I was going to say, I this might be the biggest travesty of the, no, of the no, travel committee's no, era. No, the whole point about us going to Vegas was for the draft. You never said anything about the Super Bowl. All you wanted to do was to go to Vegas for the draft. And did that happen? No, because COVID happened. Did <laughs> They did, did the draft in Roger Goodell's living room that year. But did they go back to Vegas? Yeah, we had things to do. We had conflicts. This is the Super Bowl. This is our chance to be at the biggest football game in the world. And we're going to be live here in the Upcountry Fiber Studios next well, week? Brad, because the Kansas City Chiefs made it, I don't think we could afford to get in the building. I don't believe that. I, I think the travel committee has severely lacked the um, awareness. Sure. More than anything. That checks out, yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't, I'm not in charge of the funding. I actually, that's why we created the travel committee, to deal with the funding. But just simply knowing the events that are occurring that we should be at, I, I think I've been let down. I, I think in 2024, I need to revisit how the travel committee is run. That's fair. We're going to launch an investigation into the travel committee. A committee to investigate the committee. I am putting a committee together now. I'll have big names on this, this committee. That's what you do. You put the biggest names you can find on the committee. Oh, Absolutely. And we will look into it. And I see cannot wait to see Bill Hancock on the committee here to try to break you, this down. <laughs> you say that. Maybe I'll call Bill and see if he wants to join the committee to investigate the travel committee. 
Um, well, you did let the listeners down. You're, ta- you're, you're starting this whole show with I let you down. You let the listeners down, Brad. How? You told them there was no football this weekend. Senior Bowl, oh, Saturday. You know that's a scouting event. That's not a football game. Are they going to play football? No, they're not. <laughs> not in a real, not, not in a real way. But it's football. It's it's more football than the USFL and the XFL. Oh, I don't, I don't really disagree with that. Uh, but it, it is it's not. more you can get from it. Well, but you're not watching it for the football. You're you're watching to hear what they say about players. It's it's a scouting event. It's not a football game. Does it count? Does it go into a record book? I'm sure the the fine folks at the Senior Bowl do keep <laughs> records of winners and losers there. Is there anybody you're keeping up with at the Senior Bowl this week? Um, a few guys really. I you know I do you want to see how you know Tyler Davis and you know how he performs for the Clemson Tigers? But is he the only Clemson Tiger at the Senior off the Bowl? Top of my head, I think so because Rucororo did not go to. He was invited. He accepted the invite, but he did not go. Did to not participate. show. Up. Okay. Um, but I want to see Spencer Rattler. Oh, that's a that's a good name, Xavier Leggett. Yeah, yeah. you know okay. uh, Georgia fans, uh, Jackson or Rosemey. You want to see them play? I mean, you've seen them play for like seven years. Uh, Texas XT XT played in the East West Shrine Bowl. That is already correct. Uh, that's play. That that's was, over. That's tonight. Yeah, yeah. The the scouting week stuff is over. Yeah, the game is tonight. Yeah, is, it, is he playing in the game? I believe so. Yes. To your knowledge, yeah. are you going to watch that? Um, I'll I'll have it on on a second screen while I'll be here doing women's basketball. Yeah, I'll have it on. I just feel like I can get so much scouting information and get, and read all the stories from these events that I don't I don't know what the appeal of the game is. Well, I, I think the obviously at this especially the senior well, not all of them, but I think the senior bowl being at the the biggest of these events, it's about the practices. It's yeah. all about the practices. It's getting one on one coaching with an NFL coaching staff. Which I know people who go to the senior bowl and cover it every year. I just follow what they say and they do. Like I don't need I don't need to watch the game necessarily. I don't. I don't know what the appeal is. There's actually more enjoy, at least to me, when they do live stream like the practices and stuff. I get yeah. more out of that than I do watching the actual game. I agree with that part. Uh, I have watched that several times. I've watched that more than I've I've actually watched the game. I saw a clip yesterday where um, Andre Sweat from Texas was doing some one on one drills. He went up against the center. I think was it Oklahoma or Arkansas? A guy had a, a crimson helmet on. That wasn't Alabama. <laughs> okay. And the center snaps and he goes to engage with them. Sweat pushes him back. The center kind of, you know, in Passport, you kind of almost like hop backwards in a way. He goes back into his second hop. The knees buckle underneath and he bends backwards. The sweat just completely bulldozes him over. It was one of the more impressive Man. things I've seen in a football drill in a long time. Sweat's really good. He's really good. He would look really good in the black and gold. You say that about everyone. They would. Everybody would look good in the black and gold. <laughs> it looked better than the maroon and well, gold in Washington. Without a, that. At least my team as a coach. Does Kitty, does Kitty Pickett look good in black and gold? Uh, no, he does not, no. Does Mitchell Trubisky look good in black and gold? He, well, no, he's never looked good in baby blue. He's never looked good in navy blue. He's never looked good in Buffalo Bills blue or in Steelers black and yellow. Does Najee Harris look good in When the blocking looks good, yeah. At times he can. Not really, but... Dude, does the offensive line look good in black and gold? Broderick Jones looks good in the black and gold. How about that? I'm just pointing things out. Uh, too many times, uh, TJ Watt's not wearing the black and gold. I'm aware. Okay. I'm aware. Okay. Too many times. For a guy that makes a lot of money. 
Hey, just like it was too many times for Montez Sweat and Chase Young to be wearing the burgundy and gold. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> That's not relevant to the conversation. You're just taking shots. The whole point of your premise of this conversation is to take a shot well, at me. No, because what you always around, say around. that everybody looks good in the black and it's gold. Historic franchise. And what? I'm just historically speaking, I don't think that that's accurate. It's not my fault that your team can't keep a logo or a uniform combo together for longer than coach. a year and a half. Or a coach or anything in place, really. <laughs> or an owner. Yeah, we got everything. Well, you did keep an owner in place for far too long. Far there. too long. But it is all new in D.C. And they still don't have a head coach as of nine seventeen on February the 1st. You know, yesterday you did not have a lean for that job. Do you have a lean today? I mean, I, I kind of did. I said it was probably Aaron Glenn. I still think, I mean, I don't, I don't, there's no other direction to go. All the OCs that they wanted turned them down. I mean, do they, I, I just don't think they come back around to Bill Belichick. I, I really don't. I don't think that's, I'm sure there were some discussions early and probably neither side was all that interested in the other would be my guess. Or one side was really not interested in the other. But I, I don't think there's going to be anything going on there. So, what? I mean, can you give me an option? I can, you know, I can get you a discount on Arthur Smith. No, you can't. He is solidly, the contract, has, the ink is dried. He is solidly in black and gold. Because you say everybody looks good in black and gold. Yeah, not Arthur Smith. So, I can't wait to see Arthur Smith. <laughs> he didn't look good in black and red. Black I can tell you that much. Yeah. I still think he's going to be fine there. No, I do too. I I think he got a very bad rap for Atlanta. I think he is a, in a long list of coaches. It's okay that you're not a head coach, but you can be a really good coordinator. Yeah. Just don't hire. Please don't hire Dan Quinn, Washington. Just don't. Um, I don't know. May, I, I, I still would be shocked if they come back around Airbnb. I just don't think that's going to happen. Offense wasn't good enough in 2023. Now, that may not have been all the enemy's fault. I'm not, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying he didn't do enough. Like, he didn't have that great of an impact as an OC. So, I just don't understand why ownership would really entertain the idea. Yeah. I mean, I've been wanting him to get a head coaching job in this league for a long time now. I think he's put the work in and has done the... I mean, the amount of years he has been an offensive coordinator in this league, and we've seen guys who get head jobs after just one year of coordinating, I think he has earned the opportunity. Maybe so, but he he's the only offensive guy left. It's all defensive coordinators. God, can you believe they're going to end up hiring another deep, like a defensive coordinator? I mean, oh, I, just, I just don't understand. I really don't. Why, why are they the last? Well, I, I think why can't everybody get a coach but Washington? Is I think it, is this is what happens job? when you put all, well I think I think it's unknown if it's a bad job because we don't know anything about the new owner. Then pay pay the money to go get somebody. Be an owner. I also think this is going to be a great learning experience for Josh Harris to not go all in on one coordinator who's trying to make a Super Bowl run. Because I don't feel like he did full due diligence on the early process of this because he had zero in on Ben Johnson. Maybe. Or someone, or either him or Aaron Glenn, or someone on that Lions staff. And I just think that potentially could have been a little short-sighted now in hindsight. I guess so. 654 Roar. Let's talk about what did happen, who did get hired, and a surprising one coming out of the college rings. We'll discuss that all on the other side. Plus, take your call. 654 Roar. 
Calling all coffee lovers. The Dream Center is excited to announce that they have officially launched a coffee brand. They are currently offering three different flavors, Colombian, Donut Shop, and French Vanilla. The Dream Center receives $5 from each bag of coffee sold, and trust me, they're all delicious and a great way to start your morning. Purchase yours today. It'll make a difference. Buy online at dreamcenterpc.org or in person at their easily resale store on Calhoun Memorial Highway. For over 36 years, Little John Portable Toilets has proudly served the upstate. From construction to special events, Little John Portable Toilets has you covered with worry-free toilet service, delivered, cleaned, and sanitized, serving the upstate and further when possible. Portable toilets, handicap, hand wash stations, holding tanks, executive restroom trailers. And if you have a question, we have a live person to talk with. Little John, family owned and operated. 800-499-5667 and at littlejohntoilets.com. Is your crawl space damp or musty? Water in your crawl space can cause wood to rot and creates an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist specializes in crawl space repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawl space is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0176 or visit cantycanfixit.com. Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screened porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit HarbinLumber.com or call us at 706-356-4300 and let us show how we can help with your vision. That's 706-356-4300. I'm Will Davis with the Davis Law Group. It's important to me to always remember why we do what we do as litigation attorneys, and that's to help people. But more specifically, it's to help people by creating a path forward after a catastrophic event. When someone walks into our office, they've likely experienced the worst day in their life. They've lost a loved one, they're catastrophically injured, or their family's falling apart. The second you walk into our office, you have personal involvement with an attorney. Our personal involvement continues until the case is concluded. Contact us today at davis.law. Let us see how we can help. Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct and save an extra 20%. Now through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% savings on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Ben here for EC Sports, and I'm thrilled to present Brain Boost Plus 2X Potency, an upgraded version of their best-selling Brain Boost. Loaded with double the nootropics, this formula is tailored to elevate your focus and performance to unparalleled heights, offering instant clean energy, intense focus and clarity, a positive mood boost, and memory enhancement. Plus, their delicious and refreshing cherry lime flavor is one you'll look forward to. Experience sustained clean energy and laser-sharp focus all day. Feel the difference. Visit UpstateMuscle.com today. Taco Bell just dropped the new Cravings value menu. Now you can get 10 items for $3 or less, which means you can get the food you want for the price you want. It's almost like you can have your cake and eat it too. But in this case, it's a double stack taco from the new Cravings value menu. So basically, you can have your double stack taco and eat it too, which is a lot crunchier than cake. The new Cravings value menu is here. Get it at Taco Bell today. 
at participating U.S. Taco Bell locations while supplies last. Contact store for price and participation which vary. Tax extra. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Commercials, snacks, prop bets, Taylor Swift, and everything else that goes into this year's Super Bowl. Whether you're a diehard football fan or just here for the epic commercials, the big game is the event to watch. Game day essentials. Friends, snacks, and good vibes. We've got you covered up to the big game. We are the Roar. Back here live on the roar, 925 AM press box with Brad and John. Big news in the college football world yesterday evening. Jeff Halfley, friend of the show. We had a coach on a couple years ago back at ACC kickoff. The formerly now head coach of Boston College left the Eagles and Chestnut Hill to join the Green Bay Packers as the team's defensive coordinator. So bye bye, BC. Hello, NFL. John, your initial thoughts when this occurred? I was shocked. I was shocked. I thought the college carousel was done. And that's on me for thinking that the college carousel was done. Yeah. That, that's, I, I know better than that. It just had a slow, it, it never actually stopped. It was sort of a slow down. And now it's going back again. I was shocked to see it. Because I do like Jeff Halfley. I think he has done good things at Boston College. And I think with Castellanos, like, I think they had something to build upon going into this year. But with that being said, I went and did a little bit of reading last night and found out that now while LaFleur, the head coach of the Packers, and Halfley have never worked together, they have actually been very close over a decade plus. Okay. Um, Halfley was the Browns' defensive backs coach in 2014 and 2015 under then-head coach Mike Pettin, who was LaFleur's first defensive coordinator in Green Bay. Halfley's worked for Kyle Shanahan, one of LaFleur's mentors. Halfley was the 49ers' defensive backs coach from 16 to 18 for Shanahan. Yeah. So there's a lot of, and I know we'll get into this a little bit more, when I dug into a little bit of the background between some of these connections and some of the mutual people they have worked with and for, I'm not as surprised. Okay. I, I'm not surprised for a, a couple of reasons. Uh, one, the NFL is a better place to work. The Green Bay Packers, one of the most storied franchises in the history of football, no matter what level you're talking about. It's a good job. It is. It's a great job. Even as defensive coordinator, it's a great job. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of... I think there's some some good talent there for you to work with as well. Well, it's right? also an organization that values people, that takes care of its people, and that gives you an opportunity to be at your best. They'll give you the resources. They'll give you whatever you need. Unless you're Aaron Rodgers wanting first-round wide receivers, they'll <laughs> well, give you whatever you want. But from his standpoint, oh, what he does... Absolutely. Traditionally... Boston College has not offered those things. Administration isn't as football-oriented and focused as some other teams in their own league are. Uh, I'm not saying that they you should ever downplay academics, but 
that's a very high academic institution that is more geared toward that than it is athletics at times. And I think in athletics, where the fans of Boston College really focus on, and it's unfortunate for Halfley, but it's hockey. Yeah, that's a big hockey school. I mean, that, Huge that, hockey school. One of the best teams in the country. Yeah, you're you're going up against hockey for attention and resources and everything else. But they've they've made a stronger commitment to football over the last four or five years, but it's still not anything close to any of their counterparts in their own league, essentially. You know, like they are I think I think if you were to rank resources at schools in the ACC, would they be last? Yes. Behind even the newcomers, Stanford, Cal, SMU. Uh, I I mean, they're light years behind SMU, by the way. I'm, I'm willing to bet that everything Stanford has is gorgeous and flawless from a facility standpoint, resources standpoint. They have Buku's more money and things at Stanford. Yeah, they have just a lot of money in general yeah. at Stanford. But the desire to be great in football is not there at Boston College. It's just a fact. And so I think that plays a major role. And if the Packers come calling, I don't care. I don't care what the – I mean, I'm not going to be, you know, water boy. But if Packers come calling, I'm I'm answering the phone to see what's going on. You know, Brad, you brought up something to me before the show when we were talking about this, and I would like for you to maybe educate the listeners on this. Jeff Halfley's background is not college football. It It's a mixture of both, but he spent – about six, seven years in the NFL. And only one year at Ohio State before he took the BC job. Right. He had coached at, you know, several colleges, Pittsburgh, Rutgers, before he got the NFL gig. But once he got a taste of the NFL, it's hard to ever, I think, get that out of your mouth. And so if you have an opportunity to go back, and I think that, I, I mean, John, I've, I've, I've met Jeff Halfley. I've spoken to Jeff. We did an interview with Jeff Halfway. I've been around him. Very smart, intelligent, high energy, understanding, you know, what he's doing kind of kind of person. And I, I think he's realistic, but also has high reaching goals that, you know, probably can't be obtained, but you have to at least push for those. But I also got to feel that this was always a stepping stone for him. You know, this was always a, a an ends to a means of something else. And remember when Boston College had initial success that first year, and people were like, "You need to leave." Like people were saying that. Oh, I, I remember. Yeah, we were, did tons of shows on these airwaves talking about how Jeff Halfley needs to get out. Yeah, I mean, he turned an abysmal team into a six and five team his first year there, and then he went six and six in twenty twenty one, and then the bottom fell out in twenty twenty two because a bunch of injuries and some bad evaluations, and Phil Dracovic just never was any good. Sure, but they. At least after some injuries, I should say. But they did things at Boston College that people were saying, you need to get out now. So why should we be surprised two or three years after people were saying that, that he gets out on his own accord? Um, I think the timing of it is shocking. I think the timing is weird. The timing is weird. The timing is very unfortunate for Boston College. But the NFL and college calendars could not be any more different. Correct. Now, everything about the hiring practices between college and the NFL couldn't be more different. This is the NFL's December right now. What what happens in college in December is what's going on in the NFL right now. Staffs are reassembling. Coordinators at the NFL level, I hate to tell Jeff Halfway this, but he knows it. They're sort of a dime a dozen. You know, I mean, the 
the Eagles lose two to be head coaches. They replace them and then fire them before the before the inks even dry on their on their contract that they signed, and they've now moved on to to two new coordinators. Yeah, these the coordinators don't make an, an obscene amount of money in the NFL, so they're easy to move off of. But what is easier to rebound from in terms of being hired? The fired Boston College head coach or the Packers defensive coordinator? It's the Packers defensive coordinator. It's not close. And can I give you maybe an example that will back some of that up? Please. Joe Brady. He got run out of town in Charlotte, right? Like, oh, that did yeah. not go. He was the hottest name after LSU. The hottest name in the country with what he did with that 2019 team that scorched the record books offensively yes. with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Jefferson, all those guys, Edward Solaire. And so that that gave him a new, like that really boosted him. He goes back to the pros where he had just come from. There's some similarities here. There's different sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. And he failed miserably in Charlotte. What's his job right now? Offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. Now, he sort of fell into some of that because he was no, brought on. But he he was brought on as the quarterback's coach. Yes. So he had to, like, so if, let's say this doesn't work out, Halfley could very easily go get a secondary coach job for the Jaguars, just picking a franchise here. And then in two years, he's another defensive coordinator. And then, oh, you had success as a coordinator. Here's your head coaching gig of the National Football League. 100%. There's a better path if you are fired. Because, again, they're sort of a dime a dozen. But... You are you're still going to be valued somewhere in that league because if let's say he stays at Boston College and then gets fired in two years, which is very likely, what does he have to do, Brad? He has to go be an analyst on someone's staff. I think it's going to be much harder to become a head coach. You could stay in the NFL like uh, over the course of ten years. If you stay in the NFL, you're going to get a better job, better working conditions, better hours. And I think in the long run, more pay. Because once you get fired in, in college, it's really hard to get another head coaching position. Look at Steve Adazio, who got fired from Boston College. The only school in America that would touch him again was Colorado State. And that was only because Urban Meyer was running the search committee. And that's his boy. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. No one wanted him after the, I mean, he, he tainted his his resume. Absolutely. And, I mean, it turns out he's probably not even that good a coach to begin with. But still, he wasn't going to get another job. No one was going to touch him until Urban Meyer went to bat for him. Halfley knows that there's a high likelihood he gets fired at Boston College, and then it's going to be really hard to work in college other than what you just said as an analyst. But you get fired as defensive coordinator in the NFL. You can be hired as a defensive coordinator for another team. Yeah, very easily. It's happened all the time. Or you could, like you said, go back to be a secondary coach. Three years later, one guy leaves the stat, another guy will say, you move up, boom, you're, you're Joe Brady. You know? And don't be shocked if Buffalo has some, you know, Buffalo will have success because they have, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Don't be surprised if Joe Brady starts getting named, mentioned for head coaching positions in the next two years. Oh, I thought it's only a matter of time. No one wanted him after the debacle in Carolina when Matt Rule brought him in and it just went horrifically wrong. But I guarantee he's going to get another opportunity. 
Jeff Halfway understands all this. And it's a, now it's a business decision. Right? Like yeah. if, if if every recruit can come on here and be like, I ain't doing this for the NFL, but I'm making a business decision. Well, so is Jeff Halfley. He made a business decision for himself. And I know that we have some listeners who really love college football and care nothing for the NFL. But by and large, that is not how the coaches think, right? Like they just because you're in the college game doesn't mean you want to be a lifer. I think there's only I think there's a select number, and it's a lot less than it used to be of college quote unquote lifers. I, I would agree with that. I think that number is going to continue to dwindle. Just for the sheer fact of, oh, I get a guaranteed month off and I don't have to try to convince my cornerback not to hit the portal to go to the Panthers. I don't have to convince my linebacker to we got to re up his contract because some other linebacker elsewhere. It's just so much more nonsense you got to deal with yeah. in college right now. Working conditions in college football are are much more difficult right now. There's no question. Did that play a role? Yes. Was it the number one reason that he left? I don't think so. I think it was more the Green Bay Packers just called me and offered me a job. It's better than the one I have at Boston College. I fully believe that it is. Now, if we want to like a percentage breakdown, because we can get into the quote that everyone's all worked up about. Are you talking about the Pete Thamel quote? Yes. That was that came from a source. Yes, and I think we need to be very clear that this quote came from a source, not directly from Jeff Halfley. The quote is: He wants to go college, go coach college football again in a league that is all about football. He wants to go coach football again in a league that's all about. Not college. College coaching has become fundraising, NIL, and recruiting your own team in transfers. There's no time to coach football anymore. A lot of the things he went back to college for have disappeared. So you noticed how the, the quote there in the second sentence of it is a lot of things he went back to college for. Yeah. So you know it's not halfly saying it. It's representation. Yeah. I still or think... someone around him. And I think that is a, a part of it. I know coaches have to be getting increasingly tired and frustrated with all the extra stuff that they are now being tasked to do. But I don't think that is the sole reason why you leave Boston College to go work for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, the the circumstance was sort of weird, too. Because when he went back to college after six, seven years in the NFL, it was to be the co-defensive coordinator at Ohio State. Not Boston College, not Pitt, not... Cal, you know what I mean? Like he he went to take a big time position that he knew again would be a what stepping stone kind of job, and he had been on the you know Chip Kelly staff in in San Francisco. So like yeah, just just take the best job you can get. And at the time, it happened to be co DC at Ohio State, and he parlayed that into a head coaching position in in college. And maybe he thought that would be something that would work out for five or six years, maybe more. Four years into it, he said, no, I got a better opportunity with the Green Bay Packers. I don't blame him one bit. It's not just college football coaching so hard in the landscape. That played a role, sure. But I also think this is an NFL guy. I really do. At the end of the day. And the Green Bay Packers came calling. What's next for Boston College? Did the carousels ramp back up again? We'll discuss that on the other side. 654-ROAR. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, 
how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. I'm Rick Davis with the Davis Law Group. I'm a proud Clemson alumni from the class of 1981. When folks come to see us, they've generally got a problem of some sort. And we start out by listening. That's what makes the Davis Law Group different. Whether it be a work-related injury, a problem dealing with an insurance company, or a family law issue, you are going to end up having to deal with the judicial system. And it is a journey. So what we try to do is help you find a path forward through that system in a way that you will have a fair result. Contact us today at davis.law. We'll be glad to help. I'm a donut nut. I'm a donut nut. I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donuts in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open seven days a week. Pick up some delicious donuts and a cup of coffee. Share a box or two at your business meeting, at church, or with family and friends during a time of need. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kremes. I'm a donut nut. I'm a donut nut. I'm a nut for Krispy Valentine's Day is upon us, and you know, your team at Reed's Jewelers will make sure you find what you want for your loved one. From diamonds for her to watches for him, Reed's Jewelers, upstairs in Haywood Mall, next to Belk, endorsed by Roar listeners like Zeke. I'm calling in for one of your sponsors, man, Wally over there, Reed's Jewelers. Go check him out. They'll get you what you need. If not, he'll find it, and he will definitely take care of you. Zeke loves Reed's Jewelers. You will as well. Reed's Jewelers, Haywood Mall, next to Belk, online at reeds.com. Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screen porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit HarbinLumber.com or call us at 706-356-4300 and let us show how we can help with your vision. That's 706-356-4300. The Pendleton Tire Company wants you to have as strong a tire as you are. The Michelin Defender LTX is ready for the tough jobs and the long hauls. It holds up to tough conditions and will keep you rolling strong with confidence. Give Zach or Joey a call at 864-646-3694. Michelin Tires and the Pendleton Tire Company, a winning combination since 1973. Call them today and be sure to check them out at PendletonTire.com. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sunbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. Hey, it's Boost Mobile here with a great deal to keep you connected. Now, when you switch to Boost, you get four lines for 100 bucks, plus four free 5G smartphones like the Galaxy A15 or the Moto G Stylus 5G. We're here to bring you the best phones on America's largest 5G networks so you can get after it. Switching is easy. Just head to your local Boost Mobile store. That's four lines and four phones for $100, only at a Boost Mobile near you. Requires port in auto pay and ID verification. Available in select markets only. Other restrictions apply. See participating stores for details. The Roar. Knocking down topics like bowling pins. Straight down the middle. No hook, no spin, 
No fuss. Anything more, and this becomes figure skating. We are the Roar. Box with Brad and John. Do I think, and we've we've said this many times, of course I do. Do I think that more and more coaches, I've said this, are going to be driven away from college football, the grind of it? Yeah, I think I think it's going to happen more at the assistant level, to a certain degree, um, because of just the sheer amount of work that's required. And if you can go to the NFL as an assistant then there's zero reason you wouldn't do that. You know, I understand that you know, this conversation immediately jumps to like, oh my gosh, it's going to push Dabo Sweeney out. It's going to push Kirby Smart out. Like, I don't think those are the type of guys that are going to be worried about this, especially now that Nick Saban's gone. But I agree with you to your point. I think it's, you know, assistants. I think it is guys like Jeff Halfley who are at very difficult head coaching positions. And it's just, it's a better job with a better quality of life to it. I'm sorry that it is, but it's true. Right now, it it certainly looks that way. And especially if the money is is equal or even a little bit, either which way, more time off and less the headaches and less stuff you have to deal with. Yeah. I think a lot of us in different walks of life would all do a lot of what Jeff Halfley just did. I don't think this is exclusive to NIL portal issues in college football. Again, does it play a role? Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that's necessarily the the major number. One. Even if this take away all the responsibilities coaches now have, is this still a better job than Boston College head coach? Yeah, I think it is. I, I just think it's well, a better I, I, job, especially when I look at his resume. When I look at a guy who has spent seven years in the NFL, and it looks like that's just where he wants to be. Right. You know, if this was a guy who had spent 35 years only coaching in college and then just decided at the drop of a hat, I'm leaving to go take a coordinator gig at the pros, we'd, we'd be having a different conversation. Or what if he was at a school that traditionally gets nine or ten wins a year? Would that be different? A much different. Yeah, exactly. Let's go to Delvin. He's up first today. Hey, Delvin, how are you? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? We're doing well. Uh, you talking about like is it not? If you look at this, if you hear his interview the other day on ACC PM with Packer, I don't know if he had nothing to do, but he sounds frustrated with the whole NIL transfer portal thing. Well, yeah, he he said that he wants to pay players, but he said he also understands that there's a educational element to it that you have to factor in. He didn't have all the answers; he was just kind of talking about some of the things that need to change in the sport. And there's a lot of guys doing that. Yeah, yeah, but he did sound like a little frustrated. But I'm not shocked at all. He did. I, I don't know if he played punk, but he did sound a little frustrated. But we don't see that this, in this whole coaching cycle. Guys, head coach leaving, they head coaching job to go or get assistant coach. Look at Alabama staff. You got Kay Womack and Maurice Lincoln leaving their head coaching jobs to go to be coaches on Alabama staff. So I want shocked about this at all. It's just this whole timing of the situation. I don't know what they're gonna do because you got what your second recruiting class coming up next, and then. Spring ball, but so I don't know if they can get a full time coach. You might have to go to intern route for a year. I still think they can get somebody. Now it, it could end up being 
you know, probably a potential coordinator from from another. Uh, thank you, Devin, for the call. We got some weird feedback there. Um, could be a potential you know, coordinator, or I don't. I don't think there's my own staff necessarily that I know of yet. But I thought. I'm sorry. I thought you were about to say something, John. No, I just. I think you get somebody. I don't think you promote from within. But boy, is this a tough sell right now because it's February 1st. And as of today, Boston College players are available to leave with no penalty until March 1st. After spring ball has started. Yeah. Would you, if, if you're Boston College, do you just go get the best possible guy right now or do you just kind of just go get somebody you feel can get you through for a little bit? I, the only hesitation I have with that is if everybody knows that you just hired a guy to get you through for a couple of years, good luck acquiring any talent, good luck winning anything, and then having a quality job to sell in two years. Yeah, but it, it's not a quality job anyway. But it's more so now than it would be of two years of going 2-10. and 10. I know this is relative to the school you're at, but if you're a G5 coach, would you take this job? Depends on the G5 school. All right, Toledo. Jason Candle yes. just mentioned for a lot of jobs. I, if I'm Jason Candle, I take it because he has been fighting to get out of Toledo for years. And he's been trying to get into the ACC as a coordinator. <laughs> so, I mean, he tried to go be the Miami OC a couple years ago. Like, yeah. you get a chance to get a P5 job. I, is it the best one? No, it is not. But I think that would be a great call if I'm Boston College. All right. Um, I think I think I would call Can Candle too and just see gauge his interest and whether or not he's ready to make that jump. Now that would take a sitting head coach away, which of course continues the domino effect. But if you're Boston College, I think I think to your point, I don't think it's a quality job anyway. But I, I do think you have to at least at least put on the facade that you care enough to go get a real uh, who you think is the best coach it's not so much about who you hire it's the messaging you send in this process to me okay because if you just go get a lame duck coach for two years i think that just screams we're not serious i'll give you some other names here this is from the athletic.com all right guy that's mentioned with a lot of jobs because he currently doesn't have one that involves coaching dan mullen analyst tv analyst i should say I don't know. Um, I know Syracuse kicked the tires on him. I know he won well at Mississippi State, but he just was a miserable flameout at Florida. Isn't this the kind of job that he's taken on before? I mean, it's sort of a it's, it's sort of the SEC version of or the ACC version of Mississippi State. Boy, could they not be more polar opposites in terms of the people who <laughs> fill that stadium? But yeah, no, I think to your point in terms of like pecking order within the league, I, I get what you're saying. We don't need Boston fans to embrace the cowbell. That could just get really out of control. Notre Dame defensive line coach Al Washington. He was a former BC player and assistant. He interviewed for the job the last time it came open. I would make that would make a lot of sense. And especially with I know it's it's different, but you also know kind of how to recruit to the Catholic Jesuit school model with the academic priorities and things like that. I'm I'm not usually a big fan. Let's just go first to the guy who has been here before you know because sometimes I just I I think you get blinded by the loyalty of that and thinking you can get him 
and sometimes it's it's you're not you're not factoring can the guy really coach or not. But in this situation, this kind of would make sense to what you're saying because yeah. it, it is a particularly difficult place to recruit and understand and and coach to. So I'm not going to throw out the idea of because you know like Miami does that and if some other jobs do that I don't I don't necessarily like let's just go get someone who's a Miami guy a Michigan man or oh yeah you no, know you don't need who, who's a I don't even know what you'd call that a BC an eagle an eagle man a BC boy come <laughs> a BC, on home a BC boy come on <laughs> it's a home Beastie boy <laughs> uh, that's weird uh, Bill O'Brien is mentioned on this list OC now for, for comical content purposes yes. Injected into my veins. You imagine Bill O'Brien and Dabo Sweeney meeting at midfield, <laughs> have a conversation before. Can the you game. imagine the twelve people who live in Boston who are BC football and Patriots fans who just thought they got rid of Bill O'Brien, the yeah. horrible play caller, and now he's the head coach of your college team? Maybe he's still got a condo there or something he can live <laughs> in. I don't know. Uh Air Force head coach Troy Calhoun. That's not happening. If you're going for a service academy, go get Munkin. Well, I think Calhoun's I think Calhoun's a better coach. Well, I think Calhoun is also very good at getting his name into these lists. He's always mentioned, but he never leaves. He's 57 years old, too. Would you leave the Air Force Academy for Boston College? No. I wouldn't either. I don't think that... Uh, no. I, I, I'm not trying to say that Boston College is a worse job than Air Force. But for what Calhoun does and runs, and he would have to change. He's not going to be able to run that offense in in the ACC. He's going to have to switch something up. I I just I don't know that I would do that. Uh, Liam Cohen from Kentucky, <laughs> offensive coordinator, another NFL guy. Yeah, it makes some sense. But what is Liam Cohen? I genuinely I don't, don't know. know. Like, I, don't I don't know what he does. Like he's well, he's attached to Sean McVay and he's attached to Mark Stoops. I think what he does is he takes whatever piece Stoops of clay <laughs> you've given him and he can do something with that clay. I mean, I think that's sort of the at least the persona okay. of, of Cohen. Uh, because I, I don't think he's a system guy. I think he's just a okay, what do I have? What do I not have? Like what am I what can I run here? And he figures it out. Maybe not at a super high level, but for some guys that's like that's rocket science. They're not going to do that. Like, they're going to come in and run their system <laughs> fair and their point, system yeah. only. I don't think he's a system guy. I think he's a personnel guy. Okay. That makes sense. Bob Chesney, JMU. I don't think he leaves JMU to go to BC. I think he would have been the hire if Halfley left uh, six weeks ago. Yeah, the timing really stinks for them because I think that would have made an enormous amount of sense because he would have been literally been Across the street. Not literally across the street, but yeah, close. Across town or whatever. Holy Cross. Would have made a lot of sense. But I, I don't think he's leaving JMU for this job. Not when he just showed up at the door. Well, and if you're trying to win, you're in a better situation right now at JMU to win than you are at BC. True. Al Golden, Notre Dame defensive coordinator. Inject this one into my veins. I need the tie back on the sideline. The rolled-up sleeves. Oh, they'll be rolled up in September. It gets yeah. cold pretty quick. It's pretty chilly. Please let this happen. Am I crazy to think that there's a chance that this could maybe work? Yes, yes, you are. I, please try to walk that out for me. It's been a long time since he was a head coach to the point we made earlier about how difficult it is to climb the ladder back when you once you were fired as a head coach in college football. 
He's climbed the ladder back, right? Mm-hmm. I guess. I think he was never a fit or was never going to work in Miami. That was just a bad hire by Miami. Yeah. I think it could work a little bit better at BC. Okay. Maybe. Right. I don't know. It's BC. Like It's, it's Al Golden. It's all roll of the dice. They all feel like a gamble. Um, well, any head coach that you're trying to go higher at the beginning of February is a gamble. True. Tony Reno, not to be confused with Tony uh, Romo. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> Tony Reno, Yale head coach, who had, who was 67 and 43 at Yale, 15 and five over the last two seasons, and back to back league titles there in the Ivy. That would make some sense there. I he's think a, that that would be a good regional fit. He's a Massachusetts native. There you go. It's a big jump, though, going from Yale to Big downgrade BC. in academics. Wow. Uh, and then there is this name. They just threw it on this list, and our text line also has thrown it on the list. Do you even do you just pick up the phone and dial the number just to see if old Bill Belichick might be interested? <laughs> Maybe just taking a reclamation project here. Oh, that would be so funny. That would be just... That would be beautiful. Yes, no. Oh, I think you call him. (laughs) He's not going to say yes to the Boston College head coach. I mean, what if he wants something to do for a year? You would take Bill Belichick for one year if you're like like the... Jim Grobe at Baylor, kind of, with a very different landscape and situation, but like, hey, we're just bringing you in for one year. Kind of like, yeah, kind of like the... Um, like I said, situation could not be more different. But it was known that Jim Grove wasn't getting that job. <laughs> yes. I, I'm just there for one year. Not for not forever and ever. Just. Would you do it if that meant Matt Patricia is the defensive coordinator oh, of Boston gosh, College no. and Joe Judge is the special teams coach? No, not, not bringing the band with you. Leave the boy band at home. No, 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 no. That still be interesting. And just saying, uh, another name on on some lists here from some people on the text line six five four one as roofing text line. Jamie Chadwell. No, he's not taking that job. No, there's no way. If I'm his agent, there's no way in the world I'm con- I'm going to convince him this is the right move for him, long term. Chadwell's going to get a better job. There's going to be jobs in the South that are going to be open probably next year that he's qualified for. Yeah, and his his personality and demeanor I just don't think is going to work with uh, with the brass at Boston College. I don't think they want him, uh, and I don't. I, I more importantly, I would advise him to sit tight and stay at Liberty for another year. Plus, he he made it pretty clear he doesn't want to be the guy who jumps jobs every year. He just really doesn't what, want to do. That. What did you say? And we talked about a little bit ago. What his money, his salary was at BC? Jeff Halfley? Yeah, he made close to four million dollars. Yeah, Chadwell's four million. Chadwell's clearing that at Liberty. Is he? Yeah, with a much easier path. Yeah, I, I agree with you. If I was his agent, I'd be telling him, "There's no way you're taking that phone call." Well, what's going to get you farther in life? Staying at Liberty for a little bit longer, or going to BC and going six and six? It feels it feels a little dirty, but it's staying at Liberty. <laughs> Wow. Uh, 654 Roar. You want to get in with us? Hour one, wrap it up now. Hour two coming up. We got a lot to get to. We'll do some more college football, some NFL, some Clemson. It's going to be a busy show. Sit tight. More to come right after this.
WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM.